0: Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. Are you good? Are you comfortable? Are you cozy?
1: I'm good. I um, The dogs, the door is open so that they won't whine. So they'll just be sitting here with me pretty chill right now. So that's always a good sign. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was just a crazy, crazy day so far. I guess it speaks to kind of uh, what we're about to talk about. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, that's that's good. I'm glad the uh, hopefully the dogs can can make a cameo. Just so you know, for the people on the video podcast, right there, if you see this, Carl <laughs> is always in the cameo. Right? I got <laughs> I got Mal this little picture of him in an admiral costume with his head photoshopped on top.
1: Uh, I so, love that. Yeah, so we're
0: we're there all about the pe- of- we're all about the pets around here.
1: Yes, lots of pictures of Gus and Tuck everywhere. Um, our screensavers everywhere in the house, and uh, their hair is everywhere to make up for any place that their picture is not. Um, perfect, so. <laughs> perfect.
0: Um, well, Sue, thank you for being here. Uh, this is it's good to good to chat with you again. It's been quite some time i've had sue on the podcast uh, probably about over a year ago i would say um yeah, but I then now so. i know that there's there's quite a bit that has has changed since then but but overall how uh, how are you doing today besides busy
1: Doing good. Um, A lot of good things that I'm busy with. So it makes me very, very excited. And it's all things, well, most things. Of course, there's some um, just admin type things that aren't always the most fun, but a lot of things that I'm extremely excited about um, and just all headed in the right direction. And I can't even believe that like some of these things are happening to me or to our company so it's a very good crazy even though it is extremely crazy
0: yeah yeah well that's i i feel like that's uh you know that's that's good signs right at least as long as it's as long as it's kind of like um somewhat controlled crazy right? (laughs) Um,
1: organized chaos
0: (laughs) yes no exactly that's that's a controlled chaos i like it um Okay, so just real quick, before we, before we dive into things, just for, for people who maybe don't know who you are, um, the way that I usually like to do this is just like whenever you meet somebody new, whether you're at a restaurant, at a bar, or whatever, at the grocery store, you know, at the, uh, at the dog playground, whenever you introduce yourself and they ask, like, what you do, what is your response?
1: Uh, I normally just say that I own my own business. <laughs> just to keep it easy or say that I'm in the fitness business. Um, But what I would say to make sure that my dog doesn't pull out a cord right now, but um, I normally would just say that I am an online personal trainer and that I own my own business um, just because normally when it comes to the online personal training world, it blows a lot of people's minds if you just meet them randomly. They're like, you can do that online or how does that work or whatever it may be. So it's easiest for me. It's kind of like when someone asks where you live um, we live in Jeffersonville, Indiana. It's right next to Louisville. I always say Louisville so that people do not, they're not like, where's that? And I'm like, right next to Louisville, save myself a, a few breaths there.
0: You reference the bigger, the, the more, more known <laughs> place, right?
1: Yes. But, um, it comes with a lot of subcategories. That is for sure.
0: Of course. Of course. Well, cool. Yeah, no, I I've, it's been so cool. So for, for, yeah, most people probably don't know this, but me and Sue went to the same college together. Go cats! Go cats! Right <laughs> there, we there we go. Except for you know, this year, a little bit disappointed. Oh, yeah, we but won't
1: <laughs> talk about that.
0: <laughs> we'll keep it. We'll keep it moving. But yeah, we went. We went to the same college together. Uh, when what year did you graduate? Did we graduate around same year?
1: Yeah, I well, I was in 2017.
0: Okay. Yeah, and I was 2016. Right. I thought we were we were similar. Yeah. So I've known Sue for for quite some time. So I've seen. I've seen the glow up, uh, you know, I've seen, I've seen (laughs) Seen the glow up
1: many sides of (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Like, you know, just, just like physique wise, like physically. And then also with the business and everything and with the relationships. And it's just, I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy for you. And I'm very, um, thankful for everything that you do in the, in the fitness industry, uh, and just kind of the, the message that you, you put out there. So yeah, I just wanted to commend you on that first.
1: I appreciate that. It's always fun when someone mentions you and I'm like, Oh yeah, we went to college together. (laughs) Everyone's like, what? And I'm like, Oh yeah, we prepped for our shows. We were in the JC doing our cardio. And it was something where I, like looked up to Matt at that time because he was doing his shows and he got his pro card in the federation he was doing. And I was just brand new to the sport. And I was like, Oh my gosh, he's doing it. He's doing it all. (laughs) And I have no clue what I'm doing. So I always looked up to you as far as what you were doing. Um, and just how everything went back at the JC back in Lexington. Um, and to see everything that has happened since it's always really cool. Like you said, that glow up and just being able to, um, tell people like, Hey, yeah, we, we went to college together. We've known each other from the very beginning and just to see each other bloom within our perspective fields and within the same field has been phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. And that was those eloquently put. Yeah, no, I, it is, it is very cool. I always love, uh, I, I, I love seeing the good people win, but it's even cooler whenever you, you know them personally, right? Yes. <laughs> I think so too. Okay. So with, um, catch me up with, so you're, you're, uh, a co-owner, right? Is that correct? With Mm -hmm. physique development. So, so tell uh, people a little bit about, uh, physique development and just kind of who you guys work with and maybe your, your mission type thing.
1: Yeah, I apologize if anyone's watching the video a little shaky. The dogs finally got out from underneath me. So we should be in the clear. Perfect. Um, but physique development, um, contrary to popular belief, we do work with all ranges of fitness. So a lot of people will DM us or message us and ask if we work with people other than competitors. And the answer is hell yes, we do. Um, so we want to be able to provide fitness for anyone and everyone. Um, being able to go from someone from an absolute beginner all the way to someone who wants to be elite within the sport. So we think that there is a space for everyone, and we do have multiple coaches on staff to be able to cover all of those spaces as well. So, with physique development, it's something where it's an online coaching service. There's three co-owners: so my husband Alex, and then Austin Current, which I know has been on this podcast many a times. And all of them uh,
0: Alex, yeah, Alex is. I'll get Alex back on soon too. But, yes. but yeah, no, Austin's Austin's been on a few times, and so yeah, if you guys want to listen to those episodes, shameless plug, go back and check yes, those out. Always yeah, plugging that. There you go. Um, continue. But we
1: are the three co-owners as of right now we have four coaches on staff and matt wanted to know a little bit about what was going on with physique development so you guys will get a little bit of a um sneak peek on what's going on with Ooh, physique development. We, um, we have two more coaches coming on. Um, so we actually will have them in town next weekend to be able to get their headshots and make sure we're all set to announce them from there. And then we have, um, one more tentative coach to come on after those. So we are growing, we are excited and just being able to reach more people within fitness. So one of the coaches coming on, she's a dietitian and she specializes with working moms, which is a huge demographic that, um, she found out was not being catered to and so she became the person to cater that and we are very happy to have her on board um, and then just some other people in the works that will be able to reach people um, that we haven't been able to reach before. So very, very excited to have that on board. It's also something where, like I said, we do provide um, competing um, and all the services that come with that. So we do posing within it, suit picking, um, making sure hair, makeup, everything's all good with that, picking the show. And then of course, making sure your physique matches that, but we want to be a part of the small details as well. Um, And then we are coming out with a training app. So the, beta group is actually launching next week so april 12th will be when the beta group is launching and we will have that beta group run for about a month then we'll take uh, a few weeks to make sure that anything that the beta group has run into all the kinks are ironed out and then we'll be set to launch um the month after that so we're very very excited to be able to offer another price point there and to be able to help more people and um what else is happening with Physique cookbook? Development? Wait, cookbook? Well, is that just yeah. you
0: or is that Physique That's Development? That's just me. But okay, got it. it got it, is, sure.
1: Um, it will probably be sold on the Physique Development site just because we already have all the plugins there. But I guess to add to the Physique Development, <laughs> yeah. we have clothing coming up. So we are coming out with um, sweatshirts that say no soft reps, which is something that we've said for a, a long while. Love and it. then love it. Uh, sports bras that just say Physique Development on them. And then we are coming out with... Um, acid dye clothing as well so that'll be coming out here in the next month and then we have again you guys are getting the exclusive uh we are coming out with a band tee and we're in the works with our second band tee so it is going to be paying homage to all the super cool um vintage band tees and we actually designed our own that is a physique development branded band tee so we are very very excited i'll have to show you a picture after this yes um and we're coming out with a second one or working on the design for the second one so super jazzed about those things for physique development and then like matt um talked about I have a cookbook coming out in the next few months. So it's been something, actually, the meeting that I was in before this, which is why I was running a little bit late to this one, um, was for the cookbook and making sure everything's set. So the cookbook is something that will be called Sous Chef, a nice play on words. So if you know anything about the cooking industry, um, the there's the head chef, and then the chef under them is the sous chef. And it is spelled S-O-U-S and pronounced Sue, but my name is S-U-E, so it just made sense to to make it sous chef. I love Perfect. a good pun. <laughs> and um, the cookbook, people have asked, like, is it all macro-friendly? Is it all, like, protein recipes? What's that look like? And it's a it's a pretty even keel of all things. It, it took a lot of meals that I love to eat and make sure that it could be something that fit into macros without trying to, like, sub out absolutely everything and then not make it taste good because no one wants that. Um, so it was just food that I love to eat and love to cook and being able to make it a little bit bit more friendly to someone who is tracking macros but I also saw a big gap in regards to people tracking macros and not making recipes because it's a little bit difficult to track them. And I hate that people do not sit down and eat a recipe with their family or make recipes or make anything with their family. They'll make something for their family and then sit there with their own macro friendly thing. And I hate that. And so being able to provide for that. And it's something where like my parents have obviously taste tested a ton of it. And they're like, is this supposed to be like healthy? Like, what is this supposed to taste like? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's supposed to taste good. Like that. that's what it's supposed to taste like, yeah. and they're like, I wouldn't have been able to tell that this was supposed to be healthy. So um, just being able to have something where, for example, something like my parents, where uh, they've learned how to track macros in the past, it's not a part of their daily life, but now they have something where they can make recipes that they love to eat, but being able to have them in a place where they'll be able to feel a little bit better, um, not only internally wise, as far as just ingredients that are good for you and good for your body. But also because um I mean, everyone that I talk to seems to always complain about those last few pounds or just the, the weight that they can't seem to get off. So being able to make a little bit of a space for those people as well. So it'll be really cool because there are some recipes that like I wouldn't necessarily deem like uber macro friendly. So in some of the versions of some of the recipes, there was one that was more macro friendly, but the taste wasn't where I wanted it to. So we went for the taste more than anything. Um, But there is going to be macros on every recipe. So if you do track macros, you know what they are. There's also going to be already everything tracked in my fitness pal. So you'll be able to search sous chef dash the recipe name to be able to find it in my fitness so it won't be extra work for you smart Um, and then at the bottom of each page there also will be substitutions that you can make for it to fit your macros better so again with recipes people get very much so these are the macros for it that doesn't fit my macros I can't make that but for example being able to be like hey if you swap this out for turkey pepperoni it's going to be a little bit lower fat or you can swap this out for x y and z to be able to fit your macros a little bit better so just being able to teach people that first You can cook and you can make food that tastes good. You can eat food and eat it with your family. And again, it can taste good. And then you don't have to be afraid of not knowing how to make something. There's always different switches that you can make within the kitchen. So being able to have that all in play.
0: Wow, I wish I wish I could give you like a standing ovation right now for, for <laughs> all of that because that was so like fluid and, and articulated well and pitched well and it <laughs> just sounds you. it sounds awesome. So yeah, congrats on, on all so that. I'm so
1: excited. It has been a labor of love. Um, it it's been something. <laughs> um, I bet. I bet. We. Uh, I wanted it to be perfect because i'm a perfectionist i understand Um, but i see so many people like come out with ebooks where the pictures are taken on their iphone and they're put together as an ebook and sell them online and i feel like that doesn't do justice to a lot of the recipes that i've tried in that way or like maybe the opposite where i think it's going to be good (laughs) it's just not Um, but being able to provide like something quality like there's really To my knowledge, I could be wrong. I do not know everything. But to my knowledge, there's really not a cookbook that is a hardcover cookbook in this category that is going to be able to fill this gap. And so I'm very, very excited to be able to offer a hardcover, to have this on people's coffee tables or in their kitchen, um, and just be able to... I don't know. I'm just so excited because the quality of everything in it, like it's been a labor. I've been driving three, four hours to go to the place to take photos, hiring a photographer, getting everything laid out. So this is going to be on like some Joanna Gaines bullshit um, and I'm (laughs) excited for it. It's it's top notch. (laughs) That's amazing.
0: You know what I find super interesting about the the stuff that you said, even just whenever you mentioned like... um, having the, the searchability in, in my fitness pal and, and, and little things like that. I actually had on my bodybuilding coach, my, my first, my bodybuilding coach that I won my pro card with actually, you know, what's interesting is I think it was, it was 20, it was April 2nd, 2016. So it's the exact really? day that we're recording this That's except so <laughs> five years ago, right? Which is crazy. Um, but what I would talked about with him is, is how it's so interesting whenever you um, so, so like you've, you know, you're a competitor, you've, you've gone to the extreme of the extremes, right? You, you've, you, you've gone to the, uh, obsessive side of things, but what that can do, if you can keep, you know, um, a healthy perspective with everything is that you, you unlock a certain type of specific knowledge ar- around these certain things as far as, yes, you want to make sure that these recipes are macro-friendly, but you also want to make them taste good. And it's like you only someone with your type of of knowledge of somebody who's gone to that obsessive route can understand the perfect marriage between those two, right? Because like you said, some people can just be like, okay, this is, this is low calorie blank, right? Whatever it is. And they just, they made a bunch of substitutions. They made the lower calorie option, but because you have lived it and you want to, you know, eat like a normal person, like eat, yeah. eat like a, you know, healthy or uh delicious and healthy meals with, uh, with your family and things. It's like through that experience and through your knowledge. And then also with working with, with clients, right. Working with hundreds of clients who have gone through similar problems that, that they've tried to deal with on their own. All of those kind of come together and blend together to give you this very unique opportunity to present a, cookbook that only you can present. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. And that like, that was a huge point of it. I, I did, I will give a disclaimer. I made a lot of these recipes when I was in prep and I didn't taste them. So I had to wait till I was out of prep. Cause I was like, I know those diet taste buds are not trustworthy. And I also didn't taste them all. So I had other taste testers to give me feedback. But then of course, with a product that I'm putting my name on, I wanted to make sure everything was perfect. So there's been a lot of food free flowing in this household, I will tell you that much. Um, And just to make sure that it is perfect, because it's something when it comes to food, and like you're talking about of reaching that level of you, you have to be obsessed to be able to be competitive, like that's just the matter of fact, you have to know all those ins and outs. And it's really cool coming from my background of cooking with my mom and being in the kitchen and making things with all the butter and sugar and everything. And then getting into fitness and like coming from a place, I mean, I have a fast food ebook that I sell as well. And some trainers might be like, oh, I don't want people eating fast food. But it's like, let's look at what's realistic for people. That's what I'm always trying to go for competing, not realistic. What can we do that's realistic to reach everyone? My parents were a huge inspiration for making the fast food ebook, because I taught them macros, we went through it all. And they're like, this is great. I feel great. It's just not realistic. And I was like, you're right. It's not. like It's easy for me as a fitness coach, as a competitor, as someone who's in the fitness world to be like, this is easy. Because to my lifestyle, it fits. It makes sense. It's how my life is lived. It's what my life circles around. But to my parents who or real estate agents who will get a call that someone needs to see a house and their dinner plans are called off or they have to change something around or they couldn't go to the grocery store or a meeting ran long and they have to go and grab fast food, like what's realistic about being like, no, go home and make this meal. That's not realistic whatsoever. So being able to make resources of like, Hey, I get it when you're on the go, when you're traveling and you need to get fast food, like grab these options. They're going to be a little bit better for you. Everything's fine in moderation. I love fast food. And that's another thing that like a lot of people find very confusing about me, but I love fast food. I love that aspect of food and just being able to see, okay, how does that reach other people? People don't eat healthy because, first, they don't know how to cook, but, second, they don't know what is making it healthy. Like you, like we talked about of making it super macro friendly or low calorie. It's when you get into that trap of being like, Oh, if it's low calorie, then it's healthy or these certain foods are healthy for me. But it's really being able to be like, okay, how do we make things that you're able to eat and enjoy and feel good about eating and internally feel good as well. Um, So it's also something that I took a big part of the cookbook to make sure it made sense for someone going to the grocery store and buying groceries. So there's multiple recipes that use the same ingredients because I know what it's like to go and buy some absurd ingredient and never use it again. Now, (laughs) I will say that there is one ingredient that you have to buy for a recipe that is, I found it at Kroger. So it wasn't like you had to go to a specialty grocery store and Matt's about to understand me. I remade the local taco, Korean barbecue taco.
0: Oh, really? So
1: you do have to get a special (laughs) Korean paste for that, but it's worth it. I'll tell you on that. And there's two recipes that use it. So it doesn't go to waste and you'll just want to eat it by the spoonful. Um, but for example, like Buffalo chicken, huge fan, um, there's a Buffalo chicken dip. And then after you've used the dip, if you refrigerate it, have it overnight, there's a buffalo tater tot recipe that uses that dip after it's been in the fridge. So any leftovers you have, there's also buffalo chicken, um, Enchiladas. So again, you can use that same stuffing for those for that meal, and not feel like you bought all of this stuff or have all this extra, and don't want to eat that much buffalo chicken dip. I mean, you may. I I would eat that much buffalo chicken dip. No judgment. In no case judgment. you don't want to, you have some options. There's also a buffalo chicken soup in there, um, and then there's also. So there's a dip, a soup, and enchiladas, and then the buffalo cup. So you can reuse the same ingredients, or if you make one of them one day, you can make the next one with the leftovers the next day. So I also wanted to be considerate as far as people shopping, what it looks like for people's grocery carts, and then what it looks like for those. I mean, working moms, or if you are just running around and you have a crazy job, I know it's not realistic to pop open a cookbook and spend hours on a meal. And so I didn't want to make it that way. So not all of these are like these immaculate plated meals. They're realistic meals for you to make and enjoy and be able to eat foods that you like and not feel like you have to go out to eat every time that you want to
0: yeah yeah no i i love that see that's the that's the type of like specific knowledge with of of somebody who's actually gone through the experience themselves or at least helped other people go through it as well because you know oh they're going to make this maybe they'll have leftovers they can save it and then use it for this the next day right uh yeah i think that that's that's just so it's so key and i think that like you said the the realistic part of it it's just like one just getting people to cook in general is going yeah. <laughs> to it's it's going to it's going to it's going to solve so many problems at least just for the for the everyday individual right just getting them something that they they can cook fairly easily, and then once they have several ingredients, maybe they can make other meals around those same ingredients. It's like that's going to take care of so many different decisions and things like that that are going to prevent them from even cooking in the first place. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I think that's that's wonderful. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited gasped. about it. I'm excited about it. <laughs>
1: oh, that was <laughs> that,
0: that was, was uh, amazing.
1: Um, well, yeah, so I do have a, um, road board here, so I do have some sound effects, but Tucker, my puppy dog, I guess I can't call him that he's 110 pounds. (laughs) Um, but he's one year old, so he's still a puppy. He just come over and set his head on the, um, road podcaster so we got some sound effects in here if we want to use them (laughs) amazing
0: i was like that was a a sound effect real quick we should just yeah Yeah. we should start doing that we should have a little sound i literally have no
1: clue what any of these buttons do because alex normally sits next to this when we're doing our podcast then i'm like we should use those and he was like no like let's keep it whatever and i'm like no like we should really use will you please
0: push one more push just a (laughs) random one
1: and then you can set them to whatever. Like we obviously haven't set them that's, to anything, that's but I great. think there's like a clapping one.
0: Oh, wow. oh. What are we doing? What are we doing? We just
1: having a grand old time. That's a long one. Geez. Oh, that sounds
0: legit though.
1: Is that gonna stop?
0: It's all good. Okay. It's all good. That was perfect. Okay. You, I was a, like,
1: that was pretty long. It's a
0: really funny joke. It sounded real. <laughs> um that's <laughs> that's a bit I love I love random stuff like that during podcasts one time during a podcast my because I have these two clearly by the I, I look like I'm glowing right now but it's just because I have <laughs> these big windows in front of me and during one of my podcasts and there's also big glass buildings in front of me in New York City and there um the sun was shining on one of the buildings and while I was in the middle of a podcast um somebody was talking, I literally had to stop them because the, the glare, I couldn't, I had to like squint my eyes to see them. I had to stop the podcast in the middle. I didn't edit it. I had to like climb under my table to, to close the blinds. It's just like, <laughs> I love it. I love random stuff like that on the podcast. <laughs> it's, it's great. Have you, you guys, you, cause you guys have a podcast with physique development. Mm-hmm. Have you guys been enjoying that?
1: Yes, we have been. I actually just recorded a solo episode, um, Earlier today, um, for that, it, it's been fun. We do want to get more consistent with it. We started off with every other week, and we're trying to get to every week right now. Um, but it has just been uh, pretty difficult with everything we have going on in life. Um, so, I also not only have my own roster of clients, but then I onboard any physique development coaches and make sure that they're good to go. Um, I do a lot of the admin stuff within physique development. um, And then I'm also working on the cookbook. I also have a part-time job where I'm um, working for another company. And then... um, yeah, just a a few other irons in the fire and doing stuff around the house. So I'm like, "Mm, where, what way is up? Uh, How can we get this ironed (laughs) out? So we're always trying to like schedule multiple in a week or I'm like the further out we can schedule it, the better. So then I can schedule everything else around that. Um, So it's been fun. I I love podcasts. I love being on podcasts and obviously speaking. And um, for those who don't know my my actual degree is in broadcast journalism, so I have a lot of experience in front of the camera and speaking, and it's something I really enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. You guys should should check that out. But yeah, no, the the consistency, like you you realize, oh, I've got homework like every week yeah. almost. That's <laughs> what it becomes. And you're like, shit, it, the, the new week pops up very quickly. Yeah. Um, well, there's
1: some you can do off the cuff, and then there's some where I'm like, I got to be prepared for this. I got to yeah. make sure I'm quoting this correctly or speaking towards the right... Uh, like reference range. I would never want to just be like, yeah, it's something like that. Cause that would <laughs> completely destroy my credibility. Um, if that was like continuous, obviously if something what someone asked me something, I'm like, I'd I'd have to get back to you on that. Um but it is it's fun. It's super fun and I really enjoy it and just being able to have another platform to give information cuz we we have our social media, we have our YouTube channel, we have the podcast um and we have a few other avenues, but being able to have that podcast has been great.
0: Mhm. How have you how have you dealt with all of these new responsibilities and things over time? Like if if you told Sue, you know like two or three years ago that you were, Hey, you're going to be doing this and this and this and this, and this, like what, had? what do you think has helped you the most with, um, maybe, uh, just, just not feeling as overwhelmed or, or is it like planning or, or what do you think has allowed you to, uh, like your, your tagline, like you can do hard things. How have you been able to, what would you mostly attribute to being able to do harder and harder things over time?
1: Um, honest answer fully, it would be THC. I know that that probably is not the answer that you were expecting. And probably some of these listeners... (laughs) Did not know that I participated in that. Um, But it's something with being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, being responsible for so many people, you have to take care of yourself. And that's something that I realized very quickly was very easy not to do. And it's funny because I've had so many conversations with Alex about this where um, right after Or during his prep in 2018 and right after that show, he was not caring about his health as much. And in my head at that time with how busy I was and what things looked like, I thought and I feel awful about it now I'm like he's just not prioritizing his time right and I was sitting on this stool of just being like if he cared like he would have prioritized this time differently and I've apologized since and he was like well you never said that out loud so you didn't technically (laughs) need to apologize I was like it's been weighing on me I feel awful about it but I thought that um but I it is a whirlwind constantly. When people find out the different projects that I'm involved in, they're like, how do you keep your head on straight? How do you do all of that? And it comes from having a team. I 100% could not do this alone. I know Alex time and time again says that I'm the glue that holds everything together, but I also have other people holding me together to make sure I can hold everything together. Um, So a big part of it is first having a team, being able to be better at delegating and respecting your own time. That is huge. I had to start respecting my own time instead of just giving it away freely. Also being able to have different systems in place for communication. I mean, with a team, you have to be able to communicate. And if it's just willy-nilly, then everyone's gonna feel bad. It's just not going to run well. So having different systems, paying for different systems, organizing different systems to make sure that's in the absolute best spot, then that's what needs to be done. I am a huge to-do list person and I always have to write it out. Um, And everyone makes fun of me because they're like, you know, you can like do that on technology. But I am and I learned this through college too, I retain information so much better if I write it out. And I just like, I have that like hit of dopamine every time I cross it off my list. Sometimes <laughs> yes. if something's like not on my list, I'll like write it down and then cross it off. And I'm like, mm, good dopamine hit <laughs> just for that second. I needed that. I love it. Um, so those are like the technical side of things. But where the THC comes in is I'm I'm work all, all the time. I don't have a work life balance. I'm awful about it. I, I know that I wake up at 5am. I go straight to work. I'm work, work, work. I'm cooked. Because I meal prep for Alex and I, make sure everything's cooked, cook each of our meals, um, make sure that I have time to train, make sure I have time for any meetings I have, my calls, my clients come, of course, first, making sure all of that's panned out, dedicating the time to my other job, all of that. At the end of the day, it's extremely hard for me to turn my brain off. It's a go-go. Like all of Alex and I's conversations, even if we try to have and be like, this is a no work conversation something work always comes up. It's all about work all the time. And the only way where I've been able to kind of take time and turn off my brain because I am such a, I'm a worrier. That's just the the part of me. I I always want to make sure everything is perfect. I want to make sure that everything, everyone's on the same page. I overthink and overanalyze everything, and that's helped me in some ways and hurt me in many ways as well. Um, but it's been something where it allows me to have a cutoff time. It allows me to stop thinking about work. It allows me to have that time to relax and to be able to actually have a good night's sleep instead of just working until 1 a.m which I was getting into a very bad habit. Um, So if you could do the math, there working until 1am waking up at 5am to continue working, my quality of life and my health was pretty poor. And so being able to kind of reanalyze that see, okay, what am I able to do in a day? What does that look like? And how can I show up for myself? Um, And I know people have pair are, polarizing thoughts on THC and I completely understand that and I've had them myself before and I'm always willing to have a conversation about it but it is something just for me I mean being able to have a a medical card being able to utilize that and have that for me and have that space for myself has been so so helpful for me to be able to wake up each day and get after it again Um, so it's it's been weird because it's something that a lot of people don't talk about. And it's something that I've strayed away from talking about just because I don't want to polarize people. Um, but it is something where I mean, if we're gonna talk about what's helped, I don't want to sit here and just be like, oh, lists, that's what help. Cause they do help. They for sure help, but I would be leaving out a big part of the puzzle on how I do it all.
0: Well, I think the 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 I think the process of of normalizing what you just said is actually talking about it and and hearing. People like you talk about it, right? Uh, and I think you using it responsibly, I think is also huge. Because if you would have said, Hey, I have a glass of wine every night at the end of the night, it's like people wouldn't bat an eye. You know? It's like they would (laughs) they wouldn't say anything. And so it's like, it's so funny you say that though, because I do that on the weekends with with like bourbon or whiskey. So like tonight, it's like I've written about this a few times. I actually put it up. Uh, I put a post of just me pouring bourbon into a glass, uh, like last week or something, and and because I get messages sometimes, they're like, "You're a health professional. Why do you always show yourself drinking?" And I was like, "I, I show it to you because I want to show you that I can have my vices under control, right? Like I'm 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 hyper aware of how much I drink, and 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 mm-hmm. it's not as much as people may think. But I, what I want to show them is is uh, an example of having balance. And and the, what I'm getting at here is. I'll have some bourbon at the end of tonight. I typically do it Friday and Saturday nights as my way of, of winding down at the end of the week. And it's like that Friday night and Saturday night bourbon wouldn't taste as good if I, you know, drank to excess every single night. Right. And and for, for me personally, that's, That's my way of, of shutting down for the week. But like you said, I think having, it doesn't matter what it is, if it was alcohol, if it was THC, if it was, you know, a candy bar, whatever it is, I think having some type of, of hard stop for, for business owners, especially because it's just, you, you're, you're, it's never ending, right? So having some type of hard stop, and I think that we can probably both, both agree on this is, uh, um, watching something like stand-up comedy at the end of the night I think can be huge and so I I've talked about this before I start and end my day almost every single day with some type of stand-up comedy and it just that's my like in the morning I wake up and I want to I'd want to be proactive on my well-being not necessarily always um productivity although that comes after that cuz I do well-being first so I get like happy and then after that then I can get into the productive mode and then at nighttime for myself to kind of shut off. I know I don't watch I don't watch comedy until I know, OK, no more work is is no more work is going to happen. So that's my hard stop. So I just I think it's interesting that that you say that because I think it's so important to have those little uh, treats or boundaries or whatever you want to call it to, to just help you uh, shift experience, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And like you said, as long as you're using responsibly and being smart about it, then I really don't think that there is that that side of saying like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Because like you said, if I were to say like, oh, I have a glass of wine at the end of each night, this like nothing more would have come from that. Um, but being able to be like, hey, like there there's more coming out on this. There's more that we're learning about this. There's a reason that it's being legalized. Um, yes, part of that we could talk about conspiracies and what that does for the government. NYC, it <laughs> was
0: it happened yesterday, actually. Yeah. I don't know if you saw uh, that, but it, ha- it, le- it got legalized yesterday.
1: <laughs> yes, I knew it was happening this week, but I wasn't sure the exact day. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I just, I, I think that especially for business owners, you have to find that thing that you can used to turn off because it is so easy to work yourself into the ground. It's so easy to not prioritize your own health. Um, It was something that, like I said, that conversation with Alex where I had to just like apologize because I felt like so bad for how I was viewing him. And that might be something for some of the people listening or watching this of maybe you're you're watching someone and you think you know what's going on in their life, but you really don't know what all they're doing. Like not even close. yeah, No one knows that I have a second job. I'm not front-facing. I have an NDA for them. Um, but I work 20 hours a week for them. And it's a full other company that I am a very... A, a big position as far as far as their company, people don't know that about me, they don't know what's going on in my day to day life, they don't know the other projects that are happening. And so it's very easy to look at someone and have that immediate judgment of, oh, they're just not doing this, or they don't care about this. And I think that's been a big part of opening up my eyes of saying like, hey, for me, it might be realistic to not eat fast food for other people. It's not for me, it might be realistic to train, but for other people, it might not be. So being able to see that from other perspectives to go through different things has been so Instrumental for me to grow as a human being to see what other people are doing to see um, what it feels like to go through these different experiences and get get a grasp on it and to be able to be a little bit more empathetic. I'm already a very empathetic person, but to learn more to become even more empathetic and to understand what that looks like, um, it, I just feel like it's allowed me to have more compassion as well as to be more clear within what I need for my life and what where my boundaries are. What I expect from people to be able to know different people in different walks of life, as well as experience that myself. Um, it's just been so helpful. And I feel like it's helped me as a business owner. It's helped me um, as far as managing the team and making sure that I'm able to show up for them um, uh, from a different perspective that they might have not had before.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I love that. And, and yeah, thanks again for, for sharing all of that, because I do think it's important. Uh, I think it's also It's just like, I think it's because you can, you can hear everything that, that you're doing. And then you said, you know, working long hours and the THC or whatever. It's like, I think it's also important. Like what's important to you? Like what's, what's your priority and priorities from, from person to person is is going to differ. And I think that's where the empathy can, can be huge or, or sympathy, right? Either one. Um, But it's just like, yeah, what, what do you prioritize? And then how do you kind of organize your life around that? And then sure, you may have to, to, uh, talk about it to other people uh and just kind of explain your thinking or whatever but at the end of the day it's just like you do whatever like do what you want to do you prioritize what you prioritize and there's not necessarily any right or wrong and and i feel like that that can take some time and some refinement but at if you keep chipping away and i think even even you would probably agree that it, it evolves over time right and so it's like what you're priority prioritizing right now it, like if you're you're prioritizing lots of work like maybe you're doing that so you don't have to prioritize work as much as possible in the future right so what what maybe what do you think because one thing i did want to talk about is how at this age work and ambition and and there's so there's a lot of sometimes like uncertainty and about the future and and we're just i I feel like we're the security can be addicting right like (laughs) the 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 thought of security and stability and things at at our age um it's just it's so enticing and i think that we're we're, we want to do everything possible to have that security in terms of finances in terms of, of like status or just like our peers and things like that i think um in our actual work and careers that we that we do. So it's like yeah, maybe do you want to do you want to speak to that a little bit about how you've maybe uh, um managed that as far as your own expectations or priori- prioritization <laughs> uh um and just yeah, uh, along those lines.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I'll start off by saying that growing up I didn't have a dream of what my job was going to be. Um, I didn't have this major expectation. I actually kind of assumed I would just have a desk job and live in my desk job and just make ends meet and never be really passionate. And it's weird saying that because I had two parents who went after exactly what they wanted and made it happen and love their job. But for some reason, I put myself in this box of like, I'm just going to be like everyone else and not really love my job. And so then when I went to college and I was in broadcast journalism, I loved it. I truly did. I did it all through high school, freshman to senior year. And then I did it all through college. And I loved it. I just didn't love the news and being that plugged into everything. It was taking, I already was having massive mental health issues. It was taking an even bigger toll on my mental health. And I just, I, I didn't see myself doing that. I was like, this is going to be a thing where I hate my job. And I was like, I'm not setting myself up um, well for my future. So I actually was just, I had I was so close to finishing. I didn't want to change my major. I had just gotten into fitness and I was like, let me like just do this to make ends meet for right now. And so I started coaching and again, I didn't have some big plan. I didn't plan on owning a business with multiple employees and doing all of these things. None of that was something I was like, I see this. And it's funny because Alex always did. And uh, Alex and I work really well together because I am the day-to-day operations and he is the dreamer and he sees what's capable and what's possible. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other because I can't really bother myself with much else. Um, But it's something that I started coaching and I was just like, oh, I love coaching. I love helping people. How can I help more people? And then it turned into, okay, I love helping more people. I love where this is going. How can I get more education? And then it went towards, oh, now that I have more education, I can help even more people. How do I show up there? okay, well, I can't help everyone. Can I hire people to help more people? And then it came to hiring people and I realized how rewarding it was to be able to provide income for someone that they had never had before. It is crazy to look and to have conversations with the physique development coaches of someone who was in a dead end job and hated it got fired during COVID. And we said, don't get another job. She was scared shitless, didn't know what she was going to do. And we said, don't get another job. We have it. And now being able to see her flourish and be able to remodel different things in her house and be able to plan for different things and be excited about her future is the most rewarding thing ever. To have someone who um, probably couldn't have supported a, a baby financially to become pregnant and be able to do everything that they need to, to provide for that child and to be in a place where they are buying another home and being able to provide for their family is huge to, to see someone and be able to provide salary, uh, uh, to offer salary in the next few months for someone so that they can quit their job and they can come on full time, um, for someone else who's just bought their one a home that they never thought that they would be able to buy. Like all of that has become so rewarding and so beneficial. And it all came from just starting and deciding to do something that I knew, was going to bring me joy, and I know that you might be listening to this and say, "So it's not that easy. Just do something that sparks joy, and you're going to make a huge job out of it." I completely agree. I I hear you. I'm I'm feeling you. Talk to me right now. <laughs> um, but a big part of it started by just believing that I could take a step and go towards that direction. And when it comes to how much I work right now, again, I would have never assumed I would have been this type of worker. I I was always a hard worker, but because I was never passionate about what I was doing, I never poured myself into something time and time again. And so to finally find that thing and know how scary it was that I I was going to fall on my face if I didn't give my all just pushed me to give so much. And knowing that other people rely on me, that I am providing for other people's families and that it stops with me shows me that I need to show up and I need to be there and I need to continue to innovate things that I have no freaking clue what I'm doing. There's so many things. Do you think I knew how to make a cookbook? I had to research everything. I had to hire people. I had to reach out. I had to call. I have all of this set of skills for all these different things that I'm doing that I had no clue were in my future. So it's something that the reason that I'm working so hard to answer your original question right now is because Alex and I's dream is to be in a spot, not only that we could provide income for hundreds of people instead of tens of twenties of people, but also we want to be so present in our kids life that it's stupid, that they're like, they were at every event, every sporting event, any play, anything we were there because I am so unbelievably thankful for how present my parents were and how present his parents were. And I just know that not only are we helping people as far as learning about their health and being able to have that control that and feel empowered by what they're doing that they've never had before, as far as coaching clients, being able to also do that for the coaches on staff, and then be able to stand there and provide for our kids and our kids' kids. I couldn't think of anything else I'd rather work for. So it's not like, obviously financial security is something that I've always wanted and always dreamed for, but more than anything, being able to see what that looks like in your day-to-day life, it's hard not to work more, even though I might be burnout, even though I might be tired, even though I shouldn't take on another project because I just know each leap that I've taken before and each time I've worked harder in the past has brought something up. And yes, as as I talked about, it's also very important to have time for yourself and to take care of yourself. But knowing that like thinking small and all of that, like it's for the birds I've done it and I've lived a very bad life doing that. And so working and if someone ever like makes a comment about how much I work or anything like that, I... No, I, I have sympathy and empathy for the fact that they're not in a place that they were able to see what an impact they could make and what they were capable of. And not to say anyone who doesn't work as much as I do doesn't care about what they're doing. I want to make that very clear. I know that there's different types of jobs, different types of people needed in this world. And I very much so respect and love that. I love that there needs to be so many different types of personalities to make something run smoothly. I love that. But as far as what my job needs to be, My job is the mover and maker. And so I need to do that well so that other people can have their dream jobs to be able to be successful in that. Um, But I also need to realize that if someone doesn't understand how much I work, I also might need to stop and explain it to them or make some more space for them for me to continue to work as much as I do um, to make the vision happen. Because I think that a lot of people try to talk about balance where to be honest, if you're starting a business, there's not a lot of balance. Right. There's right. a lot of grinding, and I don't like to post like me waking up at 5 a.m. and saying no days off. I worked another 16 hour day. Like if you follow me, I don't post that kind of stuff at all. That is not my personality <laughs> whatsoever to talk like that. Um, but it is something as far as there. I will always be honest if someone asks me. I don't have a lot of free time. I don't have a lot of space for other things that some others might, but I do understand what that reasoning is for and what that space means for me in the future, um, for what I'm building. So I don't know if I fully answered your question. I know I talked a lot, but uh, those are the thoughts swirling around in my head.
0: That's perfect. It deserves another standing ovation. Because I, <laughs> I, I, a hundred percent agree. And I, and I. So I would you say that the the ultimate goal, kind of at the end of the day. So I think of um, uh, being present with your your children and things like that. So at the end of the day. Uh, more freedom and, and flexibility uh, long term is going to make more sense. And since you don't have you know kids at this moment, besides the the furry friends, of course. <laughs> um, you can you can afford to work as much as you want, and like you said, because that's what's so important to you. You're going like like you're going to do that, of course, not to the point of burnout, like you've experienced. Yeah. <laughs> but you you've gone to that, and then you've pulled yourself back, and now you've maybe found that that happy medium for for you. And it's just like you're not willing to uh, go do other things that might not be as high up on your values list. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Yeah, the the end goal. I mean, if I could employ a bajillion people, I would. I would love that. Alex says that if we were ever to get in uh, trouble financially, the reason would be me giving away too much money which I think is a good problem to have. Um, I love being able to like pay for people's lunches or just being able to treat them to something. I mean, a huge thing that we do with the physique development coaches is make them feel valued AF. Like I want you to know that I see value in you and that I care about you and that I'm rooting for you. It's not just so that I can get a percentage and have you on my roster. It's you're getting everything branded PD. You're getting flights paid for, you're getting hotels paid for because I value you and I want you to know how much you mean to this team. Um, And I just want to, if there's anything that I can do in this life to perpetuate the type of life or the type of way I think people should be treated, like why, why wouldn't I do that? Like if a business can run where employees feel extremely valued and cared for and listened to, and that becomes the norm and I was a part of that, Frick. Yeah. Like what, what else could I want and being able to continue to provide for people and provide for other families and getting my spot, myself to a spot where I've provided for my family and to a place that I can be, there for my family and the place that I want to, like, I I can't think of a better thing to work for or a better thing to wish for to have in motion. Um, And what I will say about balance is balance is an ever moving target. Balance at this point in my life has been completely different than it was a month ago will be completely different than it is in a month. So do not hold this view of balance and think, it looks like someone else's balance or it should look like your balance was a little bit ago because it definitely will not. And that is okay. Um as long as you are shifting with that and aware of what that shift looks like.
0: Mm, beautiful. Fuck yeah, Sue. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um would you say so I know uh we've yeah, we've still got it. we've still got it a little bit. I wanted to touch real quick because I know I, I think, uh, and you can, you can divulge as much as you want, but, but you guys are, are fairly close with, with Katie and Hayden, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Schneider, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and I think seeing what they do, so for people who don't know, they own a nutrition, they own quite a few companies actually. Mm-hmm. And I think that they are goals, right? Like lack of a better yeah. term, like <laughs> as far as, as far as maybe not like maybe everybody doesn't want to do exactly what they're doing, but as far as, uh, you know, working on things that they care about being very present in their children's lives. Like, of course, of course they are. Um, I, I think has work or has those types of relationships, how helpful has that been? And, And, maybe, uh, what kind of role have they, they help you and Alex in, in your own kind of vision for, for the future?
1: Well, first, I I'm always 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 going to give credit for anyone who's ever done anything for me. I like do it to a uh, probably too much where I'm like someone told me that once and I want you to know that wasn't coming from me. It was mm-hmm. coming from someone else. Um, but they have been like outside of the business side of things. They have just been such great friends and such a great role model in regards to what it looks like to have friends that support you. And I think that that's something that I missed out on for a very long time is having friends that supported me under the guise of if it still benefited them or if it still fit into their picture of how they wanted me to be a friend or whatever that may look like. And recently or I should say in the past few years, I've cultivated friendships that are so much more than that. People that are, even if they're in the exact same business field as you, are excited for what your business is doing. Even if you're coming out with a similar product, are going to give you a piece of advice on what you should do. So it's funny because uh, it's something that I don't talk with Katie a lot about business. Um, Alex will talk with Hayden more about that. But it's something of just being able to see what they've done and what's been capable of for them and knowing that like the the world is our oyster like we can do what we want to do and it's been cool more than anything outside of business conversations to have conversations about what it's like to have our job because a lot of people don't understand what our job looks like or don't understand what our duties are, or don't understand the pressures or don't whatever. And you really don't know till you till you know, that's just a matter of fact. Um, and so being able to have someone to be like, oh, my gosh, like, this is hard. And then be like, yeah, it is hard. Like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And yes. being able to to have those conversations um, or just like I was talking to. Mackenzie, the other day, um, she's one of our coaches on staff. And then her and her boyfriend are some of Alex and I's closest friends. And we went and we flew down to Florida. And we spent a week with Katie and Hayden all is all six of us. And it was so, one of the best trips I've been on not because we did a lot or it was this magical trip. But because we all went there, we all worked during the day took care of what we needed to take care of everyone cooked when they needed to cook. It wasn't like What are we doing for breakfast? It was like everyone just kind of ate when they wanted to eat. If someone wanted to eat together, that was fine. If someone wanted to go for a walk, they would ask some others. But it was something of just realizing, like I talked about that friendship of just someone who understood what was going on in your life and was going to be there at the end of the day. So we would do everything we needed to do throughout the day. And then we would cut off at night and just spend quality time together. And it was like this low pressure, like encouraging and motivating environment because we're at Katie and Hayden's house. And like you said, they own a lot of companies. They are very successful. It was just so magical to be in this house that they worked their ever loving asses off for and to be surrounded by so many hardworking people that weren't going to sit there and complain that you were hardworking and then also like, compliment you for being hardworking. Yes. <laughs> Cause that's something that you might fall into and notice of people being like, you work too much. And then the next second be like, you're so hardworking. And it's yeah. like, but that was, that was too much for you <laughs> a second ago. Yeah. Um, so it's just been so cool to have that. And then we've had obviously conversations about business and been able to talk about what our plan is and what things look like. So it's been awesome having that. But I would say the mainly it's a friendship before it's anything business related. Which has been so cool because in conversations I've had with them, just talking about like how it's hard being as well known as they are when people know so much about their lives that it's always that someone's coming in with a notion of like who they are, what or knowing like excess facts about their life. And so it's been just fun to just be there as a friend and to to learn about their life and to be a part of their life um, more than anything. Um, So it's been super cool in that aspect. And then it's been really cool just to have someone um, as a mentor, for lack of a better word, if I do have something or if I just wanna talk about growing pains. I know I I texted Katie uh, not too long ago, just saying like, hey, I admire the heck out of you. Like a lot of people, would maybe view your life from social media and say like oh she's just playing at home with the kids all day but seeing her in motion, she's doing a million things right each and every day of course like, you don't even want to know what her to-do li- list look like and to know like that alex and i are in the thick of it and that they kind of got past the thick of it i was just like i i hope you know like how much i admire how much you're showing up and like how much you fought through to get to where you are, because I'm in the thick of it and it's hard yeah. and you're doing it. And, uh, it's just been cool to have someone to relate to have someone to talk to, and then just have another friendship that understands like it, it's, it's awesome. Oh,
0: that's so cool. I, I, and that makes me so happy to hear. Cause you, you love, I, like I can just tell like, just, well, I've, I've met them as well, but in like a meet and greet, not like on a personal level, but you can just tell they're they're good people right and, mm-hmm. and it's always good to hear reinforcement from other people on the inside and things uh as well but yeah i think what you're you're talking about you, you see her like oh does she just play with the kids all day do they just hang out by the pool or play with the dogs or whatever it's like but the thing is the other professionals know like I you don't have yeah. to post on your Instagram that you're awake at 5 a.m to know for me to know that you're working hard right it's like most of the people that that post that and stuff it's like they're they're trying to put on a front they're trying to but to compensate. time to
1: post about it now, <laughs> yeah, there right? are times that I'm like oh my right. gosh I'm so busy and I'm like i I at least have enough time to post about this but that was <laughs> <Right>. a joke
0: <laughs> yeah no but it's in it, the thing same thing with the relationships it's like uh, I feel like how you talked about you, your relationship with them is not transactional right it's a friendship first and you don't have any of expectations from them and i i just uh or or whenever you're working side by side with them it's fun because you're both just you're you're you're, you can talk about work and you can work together and there's no expectations of if you want to eat now or eat later it's just like i hung out with um carter good and, and Kaylin piles and they're similar as far as like grind, grind 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 and then, yeah they're they're amazing as well but that's what we like it was funny because i went to visit them and i was totally okay with work like it was just a normal work day for the most part and then we would all like go and get dinner or maybe we'll yeah. go to the gym and then we go go get dinner and stuff and then we wind out at night time but like that's what i expected like i expected to go there <laughs> and, and work and things um
1: that's and, not and, the norm i've definitely found that out but it's so nice when it is yeah
0: yeah of course and, and and the yeah the the talking about talking to people and expecting things from them and uh austin poland i don't know who if you know who that is but he's a uh he's more of like a celebrity trainer actually and uh uh he trains adam levine he lives at adam levine's house and he talks that's about awesome. how the the relationship with him is like the reason why he has such a good relationship with him is just because they're just friends like they treat each other just as as peers and things And he doesn't expect things or he doesn't be like hey my buddy wants a a, a real quick picture for his you know whatever or things like that it's like expecting things from these people i think you just uh at the end of the day that the point that i'm trying to make at and i think that what you guys do so well and, and you specifically as well it's just you're 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 kind, right? You're, you're a good yeah. person. And, and I think that that over everything out of all the other business savvy and everything else, it's like being kind and, and being nice to people is the the highest compounding interest you can make over time, right? Integrity and, and being kind to others. And so, so yeah, I just wanted to finish that little rant.
1: Yeah. The best marketing strategy, if you want your all-time tip is to care. Care about your clients. Care about the work you're doing. Care about the the results. Care about what's going on in their life. Care about the people that you're building relationships with. The second that it becomes transactional, it becomes very transparent as well that it is transactional. And there's some times where I have transactional relationships and we are both very aware it's a transactional relationship and we do not try to feign past that. But any relationship of mine that is not purely transactional, I try to be as present as possible, as much of a human as possible. Um, because th- there are times where people will be like, you have an in with Katie and Hayden, can you talk to them about X, Y, and Z? And exactly. like, no. Exactly. Because I don't have an end. They're my friend. Like that, that's it. And it wasn't some whole plan to get them our friends and to do this whole thing. It was, I talked to them like they were humans. I inquired about different things in their life and. We naturally became friends. Anyone that I'm friends with with a bigger following, it's funny because people be like, "How'd you become friends with them?" And I was like, "I was a normal person, yeah. and I'm also pretty cool." Yeah. I know you might not re- reflect it because my followers are not the same, but sure. you just gotta care. You gotta care about other people, um, and that's again how how we run our business. I care about our coaches. It is not just a price tag that's coming with them. I care about what's going on in their life. I care about if they're having relationship problems. I care about if they're going to reach their goals or not. It doesn't come down to just how does this benefit me? And if you look at life in that way, it's a very sad way to live your life of how this benefits you. Um, But I can promise and I can be a living testament of (laughs) if you care and if you work hard, um, a lot will flourish from that um, naturally. And it has been like, one of the the most rewarding things of just realizing that it wasn't some skeevy thing or something I had to do I just had to show up and it's been so cool just bearing the fruit of those looms and being yeah. able to be <laughs> excited about it because it's like oh this is my life now this is Cool. Yeah. That this is everything that's happened.
0: Yeah, and you've earned it. You've absolutely thank earned you. it. I fuck yeah. That. Fuck yeah, Sue. That's what <laughs> I want to name this. This this podcast episode just fuck yeah, Sue. That's what I. That's that's how <laughs> I. That's how I feel. Um, we well, cool. we well, cool. I I do want to be respectful of your time. I know that we could we could chat about this stuff for for a while. Um, but yeah, thank you for for all of that, yeah. and thank you for for sharing all of that because I think that there there'll be a lot of. Um, resonance with a lot of the things that you said from the the listeners today so yeah thanks for thanks for coming on for sure
1: of course and before we cut off we will just say what are your top three stand-up comedians you've listened to recently
0: (laughs) oh so so one that I uh that I'd heard before but Austin Current actually pointed me back onto him and that's Nate Bargatze yes Um, I
1: love Nate Bargatze
0: I have been a huge I have been a huge fan of of his lately. I, I just really I love his dry sense of humor. It's mm-hmm. been it's been wonderful. Um, but then, other than him, Tom Segura and Bert okay, Kreischer. Okay,
1: I was like, you gotta say Tom Segura. Are he you? Is- so hilarious are
0: you are you watching the live tonight or no
1: um well i'll be watching it alone because alex isn't here which will just not be as fun but i love tom cigar and it's funny because bert i actually didn't like him to begin with and (laughs) that's understandable we like couldn't like i think this like you know sometimes people like the, the certain stand-up just, like, doesn't mesh. For sure. Like, there's times, like, for example, we watch this guy, and I know he's a funny guy, but his stand-up was all targeted towards, like, his past stand-ups and all the work he has done and like his whole life story. And I didn't know his life story. So then it like wasn't funny. Um I was like, I can appreciate how this would have been funny if I knew, but it's not funny because right. I don't. Um, but something within one of the ones I'd watched of Bert, it was just like a bad I don't, bad taste in my mouth or like his jokes just like didn't hit. I sure. was like, that's really not funny. So I'd kind of written him off for a while. And then one night we're like, let's try one of his stand-ups, blah, blah. blah. And the next morning we like woke up and I was like, he was actually pretty funny. And yeah. then we like watched another one. And I was like, Okay, I actually really like him. Um, but you just gotta get past the uh
0: listen. <laughs> <laughs> the the the, uh, the, uh, the the frat boy of it all like because yes. it's kind of he's, he's kind of like a frat a frat guy basically he's from florida you know he's he takes his shirt off he's just very obnoxious you know loud yeah. and, and outgoing um i i think that the biggest thing is his uh if you listen to his podcast and things like so two bears one cave is like my all-time favorite and it's because you watch
1: his netflix special about the cabin
0: Yes, for sure. Of course I did. Yes, it's <laughs> insane. Oh, so
1: weird. It's
0: insane. It's so weird. But that's Bert. Like he's very, yeah. he's so over the top. And so that's what yeah. all that stuff is going to be. But it's just his, his candor. Like it's just his authenticity and his mm-hmm. openness. It's, it's very, uh, attractive to me. Like I really, I just like that whenever somebody is, is all in on being themselves and he yeah. displays his vulnerabilities and accepts them. Um, and he's, yeah, he, he can be absolutely hilarious. But Tom is just, uh, He's just like that assassin. He's just, he's witty. He's clever. The way he he
1: delivers lines. Exactly. I'm always like, when he's like setting up a joke, I always like try to guess the end of the joke. (laughs) And I'm like, that would have been really funny if he said this. And then he says something. I'm like, oh, that was so much funnier. Like the way you just presented that. Like I tried to think that I was really funny, but you just, you know, you're up there. He'll get Um, you. Which, Uh -uh. if anyone listening has any suggestions for comedians, I will always take them, especially female comedians, because I always, or I mean just diversity within my comedians. I always want to get that. So we've actually been, we watched through um Tiffany Haddish had a special where she highlighted a lot of comedians that she felt didn't get the hype that they deserved. So it was really cool just to listen to people from different walks of life. Um, and Tiffany Haddish is just really funny in general. Um, her stand-up again was one that like the one that we watched didn't hit because it was um so, do you know who Tiffany Haddish is? Yes, uh, yes, I, okay. yes, Yeah. Um, the one that we watched was kind of like her, like I made it stand up, and so it was a lot of like you guys didn't think I could do it. I could make it. And I was like, I know you're a lot funnier than this, but you're making this like a whole thing. Ah. Um, but I do really like her and I love her in movies. I think she's amazing in movies. Um, but some other female comedians, Whitney Cummins, um, yes. Cummings and then, um, Nikki Nikki, G- or Glazer. Nikki Glaser. Yeah they're both pretty vulgar and yeah. I would say Nikki much more than, for sure. Um, very than much Whitney. Nikki is very vulgar and she has no problem being vulgar, but if that's you don't thing. mind that, that's her, yeah. that's, her brand.
0: that's her, that's her, that's her, that's her, that's her. Yeah, for sure.
1: I do find her very funny, but she is vulgar and would not watch with parents.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't do that. Awkward moments no. for sure. Um, that's amazing. Um, yeah, no, well, we're gonna we're gonna sign off here. And we could we can discuss these things off air real quick. Um, but just so just because we I know we've touched on quite a few things. Give people uh, one where they can find you, and then two, give me the dates uh, for sure about the the cookbook again and the app when they're when they're yeah. dropping.
1: The beta group for the app is April twelfth, and then March, April, June will be when it launches. I do it too. Um, and then for the cookbook, the tentative launch date is in July but stay up to date on Instagram because I'm finalizing things with the publisher um, or the publishing company. It's self-published through a publishing company. Um, And then all the layouts was the meeting I was at before this to make sure everything inside was all good to go. Um, And then where you can find me is at Sue Gaines, S-U-E-G-A-I-N-Z on Instagram. And from that you could find me anywhere else. So you could find our YouTube channel. You could find our podcast. um, You could find literally anything else you needed.
0: Perfect. Sue, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for for coming on. Uh, I appreciate everything that you you do. I really do. This was a a wonderful convo and I, I really do wish you nothing but success. Okay.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you asking me to be on and just having a conversation.
0: Of course. Of course. We'll do it again soon. Okay. All right. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story, tag me at mattmccloud 6 I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I, uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, and anything you else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.